Welcome back to the Literary Lounge. I'm Emily. And I'm Paige. And I'm Abby. And as you can tell, we have a special guest on this Wednesday's podcast episode. We have my little sister, Abby, joining us. And we're going to be chatting on a bunch of different book questions that I've thrown together for us. Um, But welcome. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. when Emily calls me her little sister because I've never been smaller than her since I was an infant <laughs> but here I am yeah the younger sister you guys are so close in age too yeah yeah, yeah. So. so it's easy to get confused <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so I'm Abby and I've known Paige for like just as long as Emily has um but I'm really excited to be here yeah and I just excited to have you I just have to say a quick thing too because um I know you girls like kind of introduced yourselves at the beginning of your first episode mm-hmm. but you guys are killing it oh you really are and you guys were so humble and I was like listening to your first episode I was like okay they are not giving themselves enough credit oh you're so sweet I know like you two talked about how you're both like small business owners but like Paige is not a small business owner she's a large business owner and she's she's absolutely (laughs) killing it um and created like this cute little space for you guys to podcast in um, and then Emily also got promoted recently at work, a big promotion at work. Um, and she's a small business owner and she has a blog and you guys are doing this podcast. So little sister is here to hype you guys up because you're absolutely killing it. Oh my so, God. It's so, so fun. And I remember when Emily like told me that for the first time that you guys were going to start this podcast, like literally two weeks later, you had it up and running. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and you like built this like awesome space in your basement. So like I couldn't believe like how quickly you guys got this off the ground and going. It, so it was so random. <laughs> That's, yeah. Yeah. I'm here to hype you guys up and I'm just Aww. happy to be here. And even though I like kind of did like ask myself to come on the podcast. Like, oh, we no. planned on inviting you. Okay, yeah. Well, yeah. thank you for making me feel better. But I literally was like, can I be the first guest? Well, um, we like were like, yeah, we have to have Abby on because yeah. so last week we had our husbands on, which like, yeah, that was fun. They're not readers, though. So we were like, OK, yeah. who's like our first like avid reader guest? And yeah. like, obviously, it'd be you because like like you were saying, like you grew up with Paige like I did, like literally me and Paige like did your prom hair and makeup like yeah. Paige is like kind of been our third sister. Like, yeah. For, no, literally, though. I remember that. That was so sweet. <laughs> That was so cute. Like, just, like, the best memories. But, no, I remember when you, like, officially texted me and asked me to come on the pod. Like, you guys had already had Nick and David, and you were trying to soften the blow. Like, you were like, do you want to be our first female guest? And I was like, bitches. Okay. And I hope the podcast is explicit because... It is. Paige fed me two Cinnamon Toast Crunch shots before I came on, so, like... The words are just flowing. Yeah, it's already marked as explicit. (laughs) We're good. No, but I'm excited to be here. The first female guest. Yeah. Little sister, Abby. So thank you for having me. Yeah, we're so excited. And you hyped us, but we'll hype you. Like, you guys just bought a house. Like, you got married last August. Like, you have the cutest little black lab puppy. Like, you you. have so many wonderful things going for you. So, yeah. Thank you. Lots to be excited about. You've been busy with house projects and. Buying a house is such a big deal. It is. Oh my Congratulations. god! It's stressful. I know. And I was, I was just telling you guys too how we had like had friends over in our house, and I was like, "This is my adult home," and we're having like a college party in the basement. Like we need to <laughs> act like adults now that we're homeowners. But yeah, fun. Yeah, 
Yeah, that was a good time. My liver is not a college liver anymore, <laughs> I realized. So. Well, it's lit in the literary lounge, so I'm excited to be here. Yeah. And I is. also feel like, am I the only one that has like slurs every time I say literary lounge? No, it's no. a thing. <laughs> That's fine. I don't know if it's a Cinnamon Toast Crunch part of shots the branding. that Paige fed me or if it's just that it's hard to say. <laughs> it but no, it's so fun down here. And like Paige, if I had this in my basement, I would... <laughs> What? It's so fun, don't you? Okay. They're, <laughs> I was like, wait, what? They're seeing, like, <laughs> the cool spot, but, like, everything that we see is, like, blankets on the wall. Okay, you said it, not me, oh. but, like, literally there's tapestries hanging on the wall. <laughs> tapestries? Tap, sure. But I am facing you, too, so I have, like, the cute view. But yeah, I have to finish still, painting It this, looks awesome. Thank you. <laughs> it is fun. <sighs> Cool. Well, like I said, this episode is more of like a book talk mm-hmm. episode. We're not recapping any books. We won't spoil anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I've come up with like 15 different questions. I thought like the three of us could just kind of talk about different types of books, whatnot, um, get some good conversation going. Yeah. Before we get into it, our question of the day is what is your favorite thing about spring? My favorite thing is like the smell because you're like you're so yeah, we have all four seasons in Minnesota. And, like, we had such a long winter, and I just love, like, right now we've had, like, 80-degree weather, and, like, just, like, the fresh air smell yeah. that you don't get in the winter has just been You so walk relaxing. outside, and it, like, hits you. Yeah. yeah. You can, like, leave your windows you open in your house, and your house just smells so fresh. Like, yeah. I love that. Yeah. What about you guys? Yeah. When we were talking about this before the podcast started, I was, like, I immediately thought of my least favorite thing. <laughs> like, when I let my dog out in our, like, muddy, like, half-snowed backyard, and then I have to let him back in the house, it's, like, he acts like I'm killing him every time I have to, like, wipe his paws <laughs> off. Um That's so hard. But otherwise, like, obviously, like, the sunshine and stuff just puts me in such a good mood. And, like, being able to, like, take him on walks and not be, like, when are we done? Like, not wanting to die the whole time. So, yeah. <laughs> That's probably my favorite part. Definitely. I would echo that like I think it's just the mood boost for me like like you I don't really like spring in the sense Mm -hmm. that it's like a messy Mm -hmm. season especially like in Minnesota like it's not like a cute season like we like have like mud brown Mm -hmm. grass like it's just not good Mm -hmm. um but I like like going for a walk or whatever with like my husband and Mm -hmm. like our dog Toby just like having that feeling of like oh it's warm out like Mm -hmm. and I don't have to wear a jacket and like just knowing that like summer is like shortly on the horizon yeah and I feel like even when you go on walks in the winter it's like should we go for a snowshoe not like let's <laughs> yeah. go for a walk around the neighborhood it's like no let's put the snowshoes yeah, on like put the yak tracks on get yeah. outside like I'm just like I don't I never want to slip on the ice no. so like I don't even go for walks in the winter <laughs> like sorry Toby yeah fat. <laughs> they have a yard they have a fenced in yard we all put on winter weight even the dogs let's I be know. honest we yeah. just went in for Toby's annual vaccines and the vet oh, was no. like he needs to lose two pounds which like isn't that bad but... uh we all need to lose two pounds <laughs> <laughs> funny uh, okay well right. as I said no spoilers ahead so I yeah. won't warn you on those but I have some questions for you guys to generate s- some conversation on books yeah so when you guys invited me to do the book talk I was like I am not the avid reader that these two are here but I will totally pretend to have (laughs) but I know you guys did like your um book club podcast like was it last week or the week before yeah it was like three weeks ago yeah so the book 
the book club has like totally broadened my horizons to like reading again. So I'm very, Same. I'm very thankful for it. Yeah. When Emily like came to me with starting a book club, I was like, well, you like to read and I like to drink wine and eat charcuterie. So like we are like <laughs> the perfect couple to like start this book club. Yeah. But I've been very thankful for it because it's like really broadened my horizons and I love reading. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, it's so fun. Mm-hmm. Book talk. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Let's get into it. Question one for you guys. Name an author you can always rely on to deliver and then suggest some of your favorite books by this author. Well, my favorite author and the whole audience probably knows this already is Sarah J. Maas. Mm-hmm. And she Drink. definitely can like <laughs> always. Every time we re- recommend <laughs> Every episode. Yeah. Is that the rule? Well, drink every time you mess gonna be making it a her. rule it happens every episode it's a theme yeah <laughs> like she is such a great writer like she I've I haven't read any bad books by her mm-hmm. and my favorite ones by her are Akatar. I'm still like starting the Crescent City series but mm-hmm. I'm super excited to like read the rest of her books yeah yeah when Emily first like told me about her I was like oh my god fantasy like Emily come on like I can't read fantasy I did the same thing <laughs> yeah and then when I read the first Agatar book I like my mom and sister and I were flying home from Italy and I finished the entire book in like the eight hour flight like sandwiched yeah. between my mom and sister I was like yeah. it was so freaking good and I like looked at her them. after like kind of sheepishly I'm like that was so good yeah <laughs> fantasy I'm here for it okay and I just want to say page two like you you finished Akatar and you're like why didn't you push me harder to read these books <laughs> like, I'm like she's like mad at I'm you. like I'm not gonna throw them like <laughs> shove them down your throat you like, <laughs> you, like recommended <laughs> them a year prior <laughs> don't shove them down your throat I literally shove all my book recommendations down Paige, your throat. I think she did that to me too like I put it off her so I was like fantasy no like <laughs> if you know I'm gonna like a book please shove it down my throat shove it down my throat <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> What about um, you, Abs? So I would say, um, you guys kind of gave me shit about this, but Colleen Hoover. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm such a basic B when it comes to reading, but every time I pick up one of her books, it's like a quick, easy read. I'm done within 48 hours at the most. Like I've read a lot of her books, um, but some of my favorites have been It Ends With Us, which I know you guys talked about, um, Reminders of Him, and then the spooky ones, Verity and Leela, I also really liked. Um and then I just wanted to shout out one more author, Kristen Hanna. We have read a few of her books for book club, and I have just loved The Great Alone and The Nightingale, both. Yeah, no, she's awesome. Like, I would yeah. totally reiterate that. Um, and I, I don't, like, I know that, like, Colleen Hoover's, like, overhyped, mm-hmm. but, like, she does have, like, a few solid books. Like, you <laughs> Give know. <her> that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, for me, I would... I would again say what Paige said like Sarah J Mass like mm-hmm. I read all three of her series and like have never been disappointed in any of them um, but just to like throw another one into the mix I would say Jennifer Armin Trout because I'm like a huge fan of the Blood and Ash series and then the prequels that go along with that they're a lot like Sarah J Mass books so like if you're somebody that's like I loved Akatar like what next like Jennifer Armin Trout all the way so awesome yeah okay next one what was the last thriller you read that shocked you in the end? And would you recommend it? So I think, well, we all just read this one for book club, but all the dangerous things, it was absolutely incredible. Yeah. And yeah. I like finished the second half of the book within like one night. I was like, I'll sit down and read 50 pages. And then I ended up sitting up until 1 a.m. finishing the book because it was so good. And like my jaw just like kept hitting the ground. Like I was like, oh my gosh, like sitting at home alone, like wow it was so good mm-hmm. yeah that's so twisty I, and I would agree like that was also my book for like this next mm-hmm. question was like 
because we all just read it like that was wild it was so twisty mm-hmm. and like it had kind of like a supernatural vibe to it too where you're kind of like does this have to do with like what's going on and there's just a lot of things like happening in this book yeah it was my book too <laughs> um I definitely got like local woman missing vibes from it it was like you said very twisty but like I like could not guess like anything with it Mm -hmm. like until like the very end Mm -hmm. so I like that as a book yeah I did want to shout out too because I just read this when I read like two thrillers back to back but um the woman in the window which Emily I think you told me you saw the movie maybe I did watch you hadn't read the book yeah there was like a Netflix movie yeah yeah which I haven't watched yet but it actually has um Amy Adams and it's a pretty big actress so I actually have been wanting to watch that but that um book also like jaw dropped at the end big big twist at the end so that was super good as well yeah I could see that I just like Nick and I just watched the show one night and Mm -hmm. so I never got the chance to read it but like yeah I was after watching it I was like that probably would have been like a good read well and like the movies like once you watch the movie it's so hard to go back and read the book you really can't you have to like do it in the other reverse yeah yeah um all right so do you guys think that there is a book overhyped on social media yeah (laughs) (laughs) the love hypothesis Mm -hmm. yeah I just finished that one it's definitely overhyped everyone on like TikTok like talks about it all the time like how it's such a good book but I just thought it was so like the way she talks and it was so annoying like it's like the stereotypical like girl that like guys always like try to imitate that yeah. girls don't actually sound like that. Like, that's who she reminded me of. <laughs> She's The narrator you know sounded I mean, like a though? valley yeah. girl. When you yeah. guys told me you guys were reading that, I was like, ning. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, because you It guys, did get a lot of hype, though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you listened to it. Sorry, did you read it or listen? I read it, yeah. yeah. I could... I tried listening to it. I couldn't do it. <laughs> the narrator was <laughs> driving me it. insane. <laughs> it's crazy how much that, like, affects the book, too. Mm-hmm. The yeah. narrator. And yeah. that's the one we did last for last week's episode. And so if you guys haven't listened to that one, go back and listen to that episode. Yeah. But, um, Our husbands also read it. Yeah, they it's did. It's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would have to say, which you guys were totally calling me a hypocrite for this, but because I just mentioned Colleen Hoover, but I just feel like in general, she's a little bit overhyped on social media. Mm-hmm. Um, Like, because I have read and adored like many of her books, but also like there's so many other authors out there that are like better, just as good, better. <laughs> no like, offense, Colleen Hoover. <laughs> no offense, girl, but like if you want to come on the pod, like feel free. <laughs> <laughs> Full invite. No, but um, I love her, but yes, a little bit overhyped. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, like you know like we were saying she has some like really great Mm -hmm. books and then but then I feel like there's this like reputation that she has to uphold like Mm -hmm. people think like oh this random book that she wrote like is gonna be great but it's not always like that which I I think is normal yeah for authors right like I mean Sarah G Mass always like hits it out of the park but (laughs) yeah it's it's gonna vary so yeah um for this one I would say, I don't know if Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow by Gabrielle Zavine was hyped on social media. I know it was hyped on, like, Goodreads and just, like, on the internet in general. It was, like, the best fiction book of Goodreads for 2022. I wrapped it up, like, December. Um, I was, like, pretty bored with, like, the premise of it, and I just didn't really, like, understand, like, why so many people loved it. I think, like, maybe it was, like, just, like, the the 
building of I don't want to say world building because it's not world building it takes place in like modern society but it's all about like video games like about video game designers Hmm. and it just didn't really interest me and I don't I guess I don't see like why so many people like voted for it you know sure yeah Yeah. well on the reverse side of things do you guys think there's a book that's underhyped I think for like an a book well, actually, as an author, A.R. Tori, she's underhyped. She has really, really good suspense novels, and I never hear anyone talk about her. Yeah, yeah like I she, haven't either. Yeah. yeah, and she has a pen name, too, which we've mentioned on the podcast. She has, she writes, so like I think it's like, I'm going to mess it up again, but Alexandra Tori or Alessandra Tori, and oh. that's like her name for like writing like romance. Ugh. But then, like, she has, like, her, like, suspenseful, like, sure. thrillers as A.R. Tori. Why does that irritate me? <laughs> it's like the J.K. Rowling vibes, yeah? What? <laughs> <laughs> what? Harry Potter. <laughs> oh, how she, like, um, abbreviated her name because she didn't want to be recognized yeah. as a female. <laughs> you just made I, me feel She was so just trying dumb. to, like, separate genres. <laughs> I mean, I, I no, I get, I get what you're trying to say, like how they, I, and maybe she very well did like, that. Don't hide yourself. Like, maybe that's what she was doing, where she's like, I want to be taken seriously as like a, a thriller author, like. Yeah, but know. it's sad that these I like women she, feel like they have to like abbreviate their names to like be taken seriously. Is what I mean by that. Totally. I mean, yeah. she could have done it because of that, but I feel like she just did it because she wanted to like separate her genres by like. Sure. Because, like, her other, her romance, I mean, I guess, I don't know. We should look that up if she has anything on, like, why she did that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, mine that I had for this one um, was The Great Alone. And I know I mentioned Kristen Hanna earlier, but um, I feel like she gets a lot of hype for The Nightingale. But, like, mm-hmm. I, like, when I've talked to people about Kristen Hanna, they're like, oh, like, um, mentioned um, what's the other one that she does it's about the, the dust four, storm. the four winds yeah, yeah. it's like the dust bowl era book. sure yeah, yeah. Um, but then no one like brings up the great alone and I just mm-hmm. like absolutely love that book it's so good so every time I talk to her, um, anyone about her I'm like you have to read the great alone yeah no I feel like I don't ever hear about that one but like that and the nightingale are like up there for me yeah yeah for me for this one um, this is kind of a random thought I actually like had when I was thinking about this question, but um, have you guys read A History of Wild Places by Shane Urshaw? No. No. So it was like a book of the month book last year. Um, It was like giving me like cult vibes. So I just like picked it for my book that month and loved it. And like whenever I talk to people about it, they're like, oh, I've never heard of it. And so anyway, if you guys want to borrow it, I do have it. But that like, it's really good. Like it's kind of eerie. And like I said, has like a cult um, undertone and like I love it's, those kind of books. Yeah, I think you would really <laughs> like it. Um, like, the darker, the better yeah. over here. Like, those are my favorite. Like, we all love spooky Like, season. oh, it's fucked up? Yeah. Okay, like, cool. <laughs> <It's good. laughs> yeah. Hand them over. Yeah, I think you would like it. Um, okay, next question. So, what was the last book that made you cry? And would you recommend it? Here we go again. Drink, guys. Coming up. <laughs> a, court, a Court of Wings and Ruin. What number is that one? It's the third. I'm so bad. I'm like, what number is it? Yeah. Okay. The ending of that made that. me cry. Okay. Emily knows what I'm talking yeah. about, I'm sure. I didn't cry, but I, I know what yeah. you're referring to. I'll just to. say the boats, <laughs> and you should know. 
Yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. spoil it. I'm not. No. I just said yeah. boats. Well, and that's what you said to me too about because well, mine is the Nightingale, but what you said to me earlier, like I haven't read it yet. Um, but there is a um part of that book too, heart wrenching. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That book is yeah is a, a journey for sure emotionally. Um, for me, I would say A Little Life by Hanya Yanagara. I might be botching her last name, but it's like a literary literary fiction book. Um, and it's like 800 pages, but it is like an emotional journey as well. Like just Mm -hmm. what the main character like goes through, Mm -hmm. um, loved it and I would definitely recommend it, but it's, it's got trigger warnings too. So if you're going to read a little life, um, definitely look those up first. So, okay. Um, is there a book you guys read in high school that you would consider rereading as an adult? (laughs) For me? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I was like a huge like I loved fantasy like in middle school high school like when I was younger so like specifically vampires yeah and then I like left it (laughs) I I, like left it I'd stopped because I was like no I'm not reading that anymore but like if there was I would reread the Twilight series yeah Mm -hmm. and like see what you thought about it now yeah yeah yeah, because I, like, started reading Midnight Sun, which was, like, Edward's point of view of Twilight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I haven't finished it yet, but, yeah, I mean, it was pretty good. Did you read the <laughs> other ones? Like, you, you read the whole series? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, would you reread the whole series or just, like, reread Twilight? We'll see how Twilight goes. Yeah. <laughs> right. We'll continue from there. Yeah, I can't commit. Yeah. Um, mine was, which actually love this book, um, The Summer I Turned Pretty. I love this show. Have you read, wa- the read the book? No, it's it. so good. But yeah, they came out with a show. Is it on Netflix? I th- no, I think it's on like Amazon HBO. Prime or something. Oh, it's something, like yeah. something Whatever. that's not. Yeah. yeah. And it was so good. Like I read the book super fast and also same with the series. Like I was up one night until like one or two, like because I couldn't shut the show off. It was so good. How did the show compare to the book? Like, did you like one over the other? Um, I always like books better, I feel like, but yeah, the like, show was really okay. good. Yeah. Usually everyone says the book yeah. is better, but yeah, I thought the show was amazing. So. Yeah. But I also like was that girl who like when we had like summer reading lists and stuff in high school, like I literally like could not finish the book. Like I just hated reading in high school. I don't know. I hated reading what? the books they forced me Yeah, to maybe read. that was the issue. And then I think it kind of puts a bad taste in your bu- mouth for, like, books in general. Like, you're like, well, they yeah. all suck or whatever. <laughs> exactly. Like, <laughs> that, that's exactly how yeah. I felt. Yeah. yeah. And then you're, like, scared to, like, read anything because you're like, well, that was so bad. Or, like, I had no interest in that. And I feel like the books, like, that we were forced to read in high school were, like, hard to read. Yeah. Like, didn't we have to read, like, a Shakespeare book and everything? Like, oh, I'd- definitely. Like, that's so hard like, to read, actually, foreign to be language. honest. <laughs> they, they don't always age well, those classic mm-hmm. literature no. books. Yeah, and I get it, but at the same time, yeah, it's hard. And yeah. I um, I don't think I mentioned this, but I'm a nurse. And so, like, in nursing school, um, I, like, I remember just having to read, like, book after, like, anatomy book after anatomy book. And same thing, like, I never sat down to read anything enjoyable because I, like, had to read books for nursing school. So, yeah, after graduating and starting our, like, little book club, I'm, like, fell in love with it again. So, yeah. Yeah. It's a nice feeling. Definitely. It is. I had that same thing happen yeah. to me. Yeah. It's, like, you are you really enjoy it because it's, like, what you want to be doing. Mm-hmm. And you get to pick the books. Like, And then you don't feel guilty about, like, oh, I should be studying instead or something like that. You yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, what... When I wrote this question, I was like, thinking, <laughs> I know what you're going to say. I was literally thinking about like 
books we read in high school like we we're forced to read so i wrote 1984 by george orwell <laughs> um just because it had like it's such like a beloved mm. book about it's like a very popular science fiction dystopian book um and so unlike you guys i was like actually the girl that like read all of the assigned reading (laughs) (laughs) and so um i remember like that being one that i didn't actually hate yeah so i like i'm Mm -hmm. like okay now that i'm like older and maybe would appreciate more of like maybe i'd notice the writing style more or like themes like just now with us being in this headspace of talking about books like book club and this podcast and stuff like i'm just curious like if i would like it more now yeah um I'd be curious, too. <laughs> Did you guys ever have to read, like, the Henrietta Lacks book? I think that was the only one that I actually, like, enjoyed that we were required to read. Why don't I remember? Wait. It was an orange book cover. What's it, it called? It sounds familiar. It was something Henrietta Lacks. It was about this woman, Henrietta Lacks. I don't remember what it's about. Don't ask. I don't. <laughs> right. I don't think I read that one. Maybe I think we, we were, were in, forced to read it. Were we in different English, like, different English teachers or I something? Had Mr. Nasland. Oh. I never had him. Oh, I did. That's I probably why. Him. He was great. He was funny. Um, we just had our book club last week, and one of our um, book club <laughs> members, we were trying to think of, like, a quick read. Yeah, um, like a short one. Like we a like, short read, because we we're, like, hoping to get together in a few weeks. And um, one of our girls mentioned, she's like, hear me out of mice and men <laughs> we were all like yeah no Absolutely like not. after i just that. got done telling everyone i'll read whatever yeah. <laughs> like free and easy she goes of mice and men yeah no <laughs> oh, oh yeah it's so random it was so <laughs> funny she says hear me out and then doesn't give any explanation behind it so <laughs> i love it okay moving on what was the last book that made you uncomfortable I have a good one. <laughs> haunting and Hunting Adeline. <laughs> you know, I bring that up a lot during this podcast as well. You do. I'm going to have to read those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you do have to read them. They're really good. Those but... are the next ones you're going to shove down my throat. Oh, I have been already. I already started. Yeah. <laughs> you're getting yeah, there. Um, they're not for everyone, though. I mean, if you like, like, dark romance, definitely I would read it. And if you like, like, scary movies and stuff, I'd for sure Mm-hmm. read it but it is very very uncomfortable so mm-hmm. yeah um this was in my head just because i had just read it a few months ago but the woman in the window um and you're gonna have to help me out what is it called like when they are like scared of being outside agoraphobia yes, yes. I think is so. that what it is yes. yeah um so the main character in the book has agoraphobia and there there was a few times in the book I don't want to spoil anything but like where she goes outside and she kind of describes like the feeling that she has like literal panic attack feeling outside and it's like very descriptive the way the author like writes it Mm -hmm. and I just remember reading it and feeling super uncomfortable yeah like almost like I had agoraphobia like she's very descriptive about it well that's like good writing yeah no yeah Mm -hmm, that makes me want to read it because like they have so many like spinoff movies and tv shows that like are based on that you should that I've like seen like I've seen at least two or three that are like like have that same idea and yeah like I didn't I didn't really get like that vibe from the show so I'd be interested to like see if I get that vibe from the book and then once you find out too with the book like why she has agoraphobia you're like oh my god like it all makes sense like yeah I would have it too like <laughs> how she develops it kind of thing so yeah yeah I would recommend that 
yeah oh that sounds like super interesting um I would have to say the push by Ashley Audrain which we did an episode on it like three weeks ago I knew you were gonna say that one I know it just because well we like said this over and over again in the episode but it like it is written in a way that makes you uncomfortable just like the way she talks about her body the way she that she describes like her husband the way he treats her and like her relationship with her daughter like the whole time you're just like in a permanent cringe yeah no I yeah I read it too that's why it's such a good book because like the author really makes you feel all these things Mm -hmm. and it's not fun necessarily to like go through that but it's just it's great in that aspect like and I really liked your episode on that book too because you guys had like really good point of views and Mm -hmm. like even though you both like felt a little bit differently about the book like it was great to hear like both of your sides of like what you each thought of it I think that was our best episode that we've done so far that that one that one for sure because it's such an uncomfortable book and it makes people feel like different ways and yeah Yeah. yeah. and there were so many hidden meanings in that book like you yeah, could talk we, about that for days. Oh, I know. And, mm-hmm. like, we were even saying, too, like, with the folk of the air, like, we're slowly learning that, like, some books are great book club books or podcast books, and then other books you read it and you're just, like, I don't, analyze it. I don't really know what to say about this. Like, mm-hmm. we can tell you what happened, but, like, yeah. there's no, like, hidden meaning. Yeah. So the push is very much the opposite where, like, there's a lot of things you could think about it. So, yeah, it's a good one. Mm -hmm. um well on the opposite side of things is there a book you guys recommend that's like feel good for reading in the summer like a beach read yeah it's it's actually funny that you um bringing that up because like our last book club that we had I was like we need a feel good book (laughs) like I read two thrillers like back to back and like my husband works like a lot of night shifts and stuff so I'm like sitting at home alone in our like new house and I'm like every like noise that's made I'm like "Ah!" like reading these like thrillers at home alone um so but I'm this is a super popular book so I'm sure a lot of people listening have read it but where the crawdads sing yeah that and is I, a good book oh it and it's it is a little bit of I like a murder say, mystery yeah that like a thriller kind of a little a bit of a murder mystery but it also has like romance I feel like it's like yeah. a mixture of I feel like you definitely could read that well actually I read it like three summers ago at the cabin mm-hmm. like it was fourth of july yeah. weekend like cranked the whole thing out like on the pontoon yeah um yeah there's like some parts that are like but i feel like really you happy. don't know it's a murder mystery until like later into the book yeah. you know what i mean like throughout most of it it's like this cute like yeah i mean i would love story between her and this like childhood right you're not like boy. reading this book like oh my god I'm so uncomfortable right and no I'm happy mm-hmm. yeah and I actually read it at the cabin too so that's why it like popped into my head immediately it was like oh I remember reading this on the pontoon like it was so yeah. good yeah I can see that yeah that's one I have to add it's my TBR I haven't you read, haven't read that one Mm-mm. oof it's good no one. um for me I would say anything by like Abby Jimenez I think that's how you say her name she's like mm-hmm. a local author yes we read one of her books yeah, yeah. there's something world um a, a part, part of, of your world. world part of your yeah, world yeah part of your world mm-hmm. anything by her but uh, this is like completely the opposite of like the direction you guys are going but i actually put down a self-help book which was you are a badass mm, and the only yeah. reason i say that one is because i read it during the summer and i was like suntanning like by a pool at a hotel in texas and then yeah, I don't Did know. It just like gave me such good badass. Vibes. Yeah, I felt like a fucking badass. <laughs> I'm gonna have to 
to borrow that one. I've I actually have that one I too. lost it. I don't oh, know you... where it is. Yeah. Uh, do you have the actual Probably copy or do you have the I have actual copy. I think okay. hers yeah. is here. Oh yeah. Yeah. I oh, brought yeah. copies okay. here. My books yeah, there. I'll have to read that one. And I can go into summer feeling like a badass. I read that book That's like good. over <laughs> New Year's when we were like up in a cabin, like cozy vibes. Like Yeah. It's good. Yeah. Yeah, different vibe, but like I still feel like it's like a feel good. Oh, yeah. very empowering. Yeah, totally. Um, I kind of have something a little bit different than both of you. So I have The House in the Cerulean Sea by TJ Klune. So it's a fantasy book. It's I don't want to say the word young adult because I feel like sometimes that can be like a negative tone for some people. But it's like a book about this guy who he's like a caseworker for magical children so like I said it's fantasy okay. and he like goes to this orphanage to like do an inspection on the home and like the way that these children are being raised and stuff and he like suddenly like he's like kind of a loner he's just like a cat and he's like such a lovable like kind of like grumpy old guy and he kind of finds his place with like these orphans and like the people that are like raising them and stuff and it's really sweet cute. um it's really cute yeah I loved it I alternated between like reading it and then I was listening to it too just because like I was reading it for um a different book club I was doing and I was like really cutting it close to like when we were going to meet so I like luckily could download the audio book on Libby do not listen to the audio (laughs) book the guy's like um narrator I'm sorry to the narrator but like his voice was really ruin ruining some of these children's voices like just does um, he like try to be a child yeah but like they're all magical (laughs) beings so like he just some of the voices he was doing i was like oh yeah no so just (laughs) if you're gonna pick up that book i'd read it yeah um yeah just thought i would mention that um yeah it's cute though so next question what was the strangest book you've ever read Mm-hmm. I, I think, think we, we all we, we all have the same, same one. <laughs> Tender is the Flesh by Augustina Batsterica. So disturbing. Yeah. I loved it. What? <laughs> loved everything. Emily had such a hard time with that book. I, <laughs> I was so uncomfortable. So it was uncomfortable, definitely. But like yeah. I love scary movies, so it was like and it was we read it during spooky season. So like Yeah, it was well, like and that was the whole point. Like we were talking about like five. what do we want to read for October? We picked like the creepiest. That was the goal though. I think <laughs> Yeah, you're yeah. right. That was what yeah. we were going for. Yeah. We have to do that again this year. <laughs> do you wanna describe what <laughs> it was about? Yeah, let's have Emily describe that yeah. one. <laughs> okay. We will have to do an episode on this one, but it's basically like it's dystopian, like futuristic where for some reason like animal meat is inconsumable like humans can no longer like eat beef like it gets like it's like contaminated or like i i can't understand like the science behind it but so long story short like slowly society moves towards like cannibalism and so they're like factory farming humans yeah like growing humans like and then killing and eating them literally the same process that they go through for like animals and factory farming like they are doing that to humans like breeding them um i don't want to like spoil too oh much gosh, but like I'm it's the same of some process of the, like, graphic yeah <laughs> it's like into. If she's you wanna, very descriptive yeah oh. it's she doesn't leave anything out um if you want to read something really disturbing that would be the book for you i will say though that like i feel like there's a hidden message in that book too yeah so that's also why yep. i think we liked it like we all wanted to go vegetarian after <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
Yeah, it was fun though for like our book club um, meet up for we that had a one. A lot like, of opinions about that one. It was a good one. Yeah, it was fun. And then Kayla in our book club like oh had God. all the snacks laid out, and she like named them all like. Yeah, like in the book, they call meat the special meat. Yeah. And she made like a buffalo chicken dip and called it special meat. <laughs> Did it you was... like lose your appetite? I don't no, think I, I still ate it. I still <laughs> ate it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was pretty good. Yeah, that was fun. Um, okay. What's the last book you DNF'd? Did not finish. For me, I can't DNF a book. Like I, it's like a I don't know it's like every time I start a book it's like this challenge for me to like finish it whether I like it or not like I cannot like even if I absolutely hated the book like I cannot just like put it down I don't know why that's like, a I good trait to have it. though no yeah. it's not because I'm wasting my time <laughs> right like if I picked up a freaking 800 page book and I yeah. did not like it after page like 50 I'd be yeah but like like, think about like if it gets really good at the end like then you like would have missed out on that which I probably have many times yeah what was Um, that one book we read for book club that like got so good at the end where she was kind of like taking us through different like generation or Addie LaRue yes um the secret like of Addie LaRue the invisible life of Addie LaRue yes Mm -hmm. yeah that was it yeah I liked that book. You Wait, guys did you hated DNF? on it, I feel like. But that's what you DNF? No, I read that one, but it but that was why I thought of it was because it got good at the end. Yeah, and so I'm true. glad I read it all the way through was cuz like at the end it got really good. Mm-hmm. Um my DNF which was like actually on accident and I'm planning on finishing it was The Good Lie by A.R. <laughs> Tori. I know it was one of our book club books and I like actually really enjoyed the first like 100 pages. And I have to like really enjoy a book t- in order for me to like that one's so good. I How know. Have you not finished and it? <laughs> like when we had book club, I was like, you guys, like I gotta go. Like I want to finish. Like I'll catch up quickly and then leave. Like I like have to finish this book. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know why I didn't. I literally don't know why I didn't. I feel I like you can't busy. like wait you, too that's long. That's when you to got your house. I know. Yeah, I had like just moved into our house and stuff. So I think that's why I never like sat down and finished it. But. I, I feel like too. it's so hard to like finish a book though like once you set it down for a little while mm-hmm. because and if you, you start like, something else game yeah over. like I did that with a court of silver flames and I yeah. still haven't like picked it back up which I plan on doing it but like like I didn't DNF it but like yeah it's just like it's hard to get back into it yeah yep for sure yeah I'm like the same way as you Paige where like I can't like not finish a book um, but I'm a little bit more inclined to do so if it's just like a library book. Like if I, it's a, like a, uh, audio book I got from Libby or just borrowed it from the library. I'm like, I didn't pay for this. Like I have no problem setting it down. Although I would say that like, I have a, a friend Lauren from work who she like recently said something that stuck with me where she was like, life's too short to read bad books. Oh. And she's like, if you're like, she had such a good point. It's like, if your like list of books you want to read is so big and you're wasting your time on books you hate, like you're kind of just wasting your time, which I was like, oh, that's interesting. However, I still have issues with like DNFing books, but the last. I get that. But then what if it ends like Exactly. Ending I was just yeah. going to say that, like mm-hmm. that contradicts with what you said because yeah, yeah like yeah. what if the ending is good and it could have been like. That's true. Worth it. It could have yeah. tied the whole beginning and, and then you would have been like, oh, maybe that wasn't so bad. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, or if it's like a slow build or whatever. Yeah. Um, but the last book that I actually did set down was My Heart is a Chainsaw by Stephen Graham Jones. He's like a horror writer. Um, and I was listening to it on Libby and like the main character has like such a large knowledge of like slasher movies. Like she was constantly like 
referencing all these like old slashers which is like impressive but I was just like kind of bored because I was like okay like the plot though like where is the story going like you're just talking about your all these movies you like like it was just it was slow and I was like yeah no um so yeah Haunting Adeline the author kind of does that in there but there's actually like a plot but she Mm -hmm. like references a lot of like scary movies oh like um like popular ones yeah some popular ones like old ones yeah I'm just gonna have to read those just keep keep suggesting them um okay do you guys have a book that you would recommend as like a great listen for a road trip I can't listen to books I've tried (laughs) I do not I do not like audiobooks I hate them like the the narrator ruins it for me every time um I'm gonna get like torn apart for this and like (laughs) canceled probably but like I personally this is just my opinion you guys are probably gonna be pissed at me but I personally don't count it as reading a book (laughs) like stop it right now (laughs) I do you're gonna get pissed at that but like no it's like listening to a podcast why do I get that yeah you're right well yeah yeah, I mean like you're listening to the story but you're not reading it it's not the relaxing of sitting down and reading a book. Like yeah, I, I love holding the book. Yeah. And I'm notorious for like if I'm doing something around our house or like doing a house project or something, I have something playing in the background. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like it's not if I'm listening to a book, an audiobook, I'm not sitting down and reading and relaxing. Like, no, I'm doing something busy. And yeah. it's so hard to like I think like listening to an audiobook and then like a podcast, like it's so hard to like stay along with the story because like if you're listening to a podcast usually like you don't need to like know what they previously said right they kind of like change like the subject or like depending on what podcast you listen to but you kind of have to like like pay attention and I just cannot pay attention long enough yes to like listen to it I totally relate to that because there's been so many books that I've like listened to where I've like rewinded I'm like wait what was like what were they talking about and I can read faster than I can listen to it so I'd rather just read it oh yeah (laughs) I could see where you guys are coming from with that I I think that's like definitely fair if like you're not listening to the book at all and then you go on your Goodreads and you're like oh I finished it like it's like <laughs> did you though like did you really so I get it um I will say that like when I only listen to audiobooks when I'm like driving in the car yeah where I'm like I have to listen to it there are moments where I like zone out and I'm like oh wait what but like for the most part like I would say I know exactly what happened I mean like so many of like the books we've talked about on our podcast like I listened to so as long as you like know what happened and you can hold their conversation like by all means like check that box on Goodreads um but I could totally see like where it would be not fair to count it if you were like I have no idea what I just listened to for 10 hours and I'm not like judging people with like what they want to oh, do that's yeah, just like no. not what I want to do and like that's my like personal belief like <laughs> yeah. I yeah. wouldn't I wouldn't be able if I listened to a book like I wouldn't be able to tell myself that I read that book but like uh, someone else might think differently and that's totally fine like I'm not judging them if they like want to say they read the book but they listen to it whatever yeah but yeah. like I just wouldn't be able to say that for myself yeah it's just like personal preference yeah. and like what you can handle um like, pay yeah attention. I did I do have one for this because I listened to it and wasn't like cringing at the narrator the whole time (laughs) um but we all just recently read or listened to um I'm glad my mom died by Jenna McCurdy Mm -hmm. um and she actually is the narrator for the book and like I just like really enjoyed it yeah and I didn't have a hard time like following that one like I was like fully invested the entire book 
Um, and also like would highly recommend that because it was good. Yeah. Good listen. Good read. (laughs) Yeah. I agree. That was a very interesting book, especially if you watch like iCarly and you know who she is. I feel like you guys have to do a podcast on that one. An episode. That was like a good. I also have the audio book for that one. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Like it's like, it's like a good example of like, you never really know what's going on behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. you know because yeah, we all watched like iCarly we all like through. thought she was so funny and so happy-go-lucky and whatever and like no one has any idea what's going on behind the scenes so that's so true yeah literally um so my first thought for this question is local woman missing by mary kubica we did an episode on that one so i'm gonna ho- go ahead and like throw another one in there but um my husband and i listened to the silent patient by alex michaelides mm, yeah and that's a really good thriller book um and he is not a reader like you guys know this from like last week <laughs> um but like that was one that he listened to with me like the whole way through on a road trip and he was like that was pretty good like what's next and I was like okay so um Cute. yeah it was good the narrator has like a British accent mm-hmm. so like not mad about it at yeah. all um yeah no that's a good recommendation because my husband and I on, on road trips a lot of times listen to like true crime podcasts so if <laughs> like we found like kind of like a book like that like a thriller mystery type of thing I think he'd really enjoy it yeah too yeah he, I think he would like that one yeah um cool moving on so can you guys think of a non-fiction book that taught you something and then what did you learn I haven't read like that many non-fiction books I think the majority of the non-fiction books that I read were probably in high school <laughs> that they made us read yeah um but I wrote down sex cult none um just because like the I guess the thing I learned with it is like you can always find like strength and hardships and like no matter like how bad life gets like there's like you can change your life like you always have the ability to change so yeah totally yeah I liked that one um, I also don't read nonfiction books. Um, so for this, I actually thought of one that I want to read. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's Your Dog is Your Mirror. <gasps> I know. I'm like such a softie. But on the but front, I, I don't know if anyone's familiar, but on the front um, cover of the book is a picture of a black lab like Aww. looking and I it looks just like my dog Rocky and I get like so emotional I'm like I have to read that book because I like saw this meme the other day and it was like um it's like you have anxiety and your dog has anxiety and I'm like <laughs> literally my dog like reflects me with that kind of stuff so that is like, so cute I know I have to read it maybe this summer I'll I'll put it on the list but well, come back and tell us your thoughts yeah um so I put like a memoir book as like, which I guess is technically a nonfiction book. Um, but it's so the book is called Go Back to Where You Came From by Wajahat Ali. I might be botching his first name a little bit. Um, but so I listened to that one. He was the narrator for his book. Um, and he's a Muslim American, like grew up. He spent his whole life in the U.S. He um, like his parents like came over um, from the Middle East and he so it's really funny like he kind of has some comedy in there but then also gets like pretty serious about what what it's like to be Muslim American and like how you can you know check all the boxes on like what it takes to be an American like Mm -hmm. have a stable job like pay your taxes do all things 
and like do everything that society expects of you and still feel out of place oh wow yeah and he actually had this whole section on like what it was like to be muslim american during like 9 11 yeah and then the trump era like his presidency like he talked a lot about how hard it was and like i know that sounds like ignorant or naive to be like like i knew that obviously that was hard on like those people yeah like being so discriminated against but just like hearing him talk about what they went through and like how that felt like yeah like i said like thinking you're this american and then having people still look at you differently it just really like kind of changed how i see things like just like i feel like it it enlightened me a little bit like i learned a lot from that book People um, need to read more books like that. Yeah. Like, can we be yeah, honest? We should be like, reading more nonfiction. <laughs> yeah. And that's a great book because it's really funny too because actually in the beginning of the book before he gets really serious, he like imitates his parents, like uses their accent and it's just like, he's goofy. Oh, he's that. goofy. He's funny. Like yeah. I was literally listening to him in the car like laughing. It's like and lighthearted then, and like serious. Yeah. Yeah. The first half is like lighthearted and the second half he kind of gets into like the more serious stuff. So yeah, that's a good book. Awesome. Yeah. What's the best book you guys have read so far this year? Drink. <laughs> oh, <gosh. laughs> I was thrown off and then I was like, wait. I was like, wait, why? <laughs> uh, a Court of Mist and Fury. The second, Akatar. Yeah, that's a fantastic oh, book. I have to sit down so and read it. It's like, I feel like I need some free time, though, in order to like commit to that because... They've been collecting be dust at your house and I'm I know, not okay Emily with that. Emily is so upset with me about it. <laughs> um... It's just such a commitment because you just know you're going to, like, need 24 hours to yeah. finish the darn thing. Um, mine would be All the Dangerous Things, which I mentioned earlier. Just so good. Yes. Like, I finished the second half in a few hours. I recommended that book. <laughs> just yeah, kidding. good pick. Yeah, that <laughs> was a page Honestly. pick. That was, yeah. We love a page pick. Yes. Um, I don't pick money. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I reiterate what you guys said. I love both those books. Um. For me, I would say the Throne of Glass series just in general. I didn't read the whole series this year, but I've said in the past that, like, I kind of chipped away at the eight books in the series. I read, like, the last two this year, and they're both fantastic. Like, Drink, Sarah J. Mass, like, yeah, they're fantastic. Can't say enough good things about her. Yeah. Um, on the other side of things, what's your least favorite book you read this year? Starts With Us by Colleen Hoover. Yeah. That was mine, too. I know we were Nothing all happened. so excited about it. I know. It's such a letdown. I think yeah. she just wrote it because people were asking for it. She didn't actually She was put the work pressured in. into yeah. mm-hmm. I would have been book. fine with it not coming out, just being left to our imagination. Like, oh, they probably had a happy ending. Because it kind of seemed like they... Shoot, well, sorry, I'm spoiling. Yeah. I'm sorry. But, like, you kind of... She kinda, alludes to that. Yeah. At yeah. the end of It Ends With Us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just to throw another one in there... I mentioned this one in an earlier episode this year, but I'd like to play Alone, Please by Tom Segura. He's a comedian. Just didn't really, like, vibe with his comedy most of the way through. Was kind of bored. Didn't really like it that much. Okay. Here's the final question in our Book Talk episode. So, what are the three books you're most excited to read this year? Drink. (laughs) (laughs) No, Emily said they're creating dust. I have to finish Akatar. I just need the time to sit down and do it. <laughs> um, and then also, I really want to read Sarah J. Maas, um, Crescent City. That's yeah, I have those good two. series, right? Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I liked those ones those just as mine. much as Akatar. Yeah. 
Are we drinking for Sarah J. Maas or just that guitar? <laughs> I don't know. Both. <laughs> um, so anything else you want to read? Just you guys have the best recommendations. So I just like trust you guys. A page pick's always good. And Emily picks always good. Just spend the rest of the year reading Sarah J. Mass and you'll be fine. Right. And that's going to take me like <laughs> all summer anyway to get through all those. So yeah. They're thick. <laughs> yeah. You pager. Crescent City. Crescent City series. Um, mm-hmm. There's two in that one currently. Um, and then I just like want to find another good thriller. I'm on like a thriller kick lately. <laughs> so yeah. Mm-hmm. I haven't. I don't know which one yet. But I have a ton of books on my TBR. So was it you guys? We we were just talking about um, Abby Jimenez, Jimenez, whatever her last name is, is coming out with a new one. Yeah, actually, yeah. it came out like April eleventh, I think. Yeah, I'd like to read that because I really enjoyed part of your role that we read by her. So. We're doing an episode on that book. Love that. Yeah, this summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want so that one. I would put on my list. Yeah. What about um, you? For me, so. I am super excited to read A Soul of Ash and Blood. That's like the fifth book in the Blood and Ash series by Jennifer Armentrout. Um, and then I want to read Someone Else's Shoes by Jojo Moyes because I've really liked a couple of her books. Maybe I should have mentioned her earlier as like a, a reliable author. Um, but that one came out this year that's like sitting on my shelf. And then um, I'm super excited to read the Plated Prisoner series by Raven Kennedy. Paige and I, that's actually our next like fantasy series we've decided to do like a compilation of episodes on. So like Folk of the Air, we're going to read like one every other week or whatever. Um, But it just seems like so many people that love like Akatar and like Blood and Ash and stuff like really liked this series. Yeah, I'm excited to read it too. I already bought, I think like the first four or five of that four I think of that series. yeah there's like four out right now and then I think there's like a fifth one coming out later in the year so we'll have to do that one too but yeah awesome um cool. that pretty much wraps it up then yeah what are you guys currently reading nothing <laughs> I know I was just gonna say I, have to I just finished all, all the dangerous things but same yeah um we're gonna pick up what was the one we came up with for next month um legends and lattes yes i'm excited i'm so excited about that's that. our next book club book and like you had said earlier like you were down for like a cozy happy read and <laughs> yes. we kept i like heard that it's literally like a book like as if you're drinking like a warm drink like in a cozy cabin like that's how this book like feels like it's oh, i'm just, excited for that yeah yeah and it's fantasy so i think it's like gonna be fun in that sense so yeah maybe we'll have to do an episode on that one too we haven't read a fantasy for book club no, not, we haven't. Not since like Addie LaRue. Oh, I guess that's considered fantasy. I, I guess I wouldn't have considered that, but maybe it's kind yeah. of that, I guess. Yeah. It's like fantasy vibes, but like no Romance. like fantasy world, you know? Mm-hmm. Like it's takes place in like past and present, but Yeah. Hmm. Definitely like taking us out of our comfort zone a little bit. So Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, well, do you wanna mention the beer we forgot to mention what we're drinking i know i was just thinking that so we actually forgot to mention since this is a book talk episode we are promoting a local beer per usual so we are actually um drinking sledhound by voyager brewing company so this is a brewery up in grand marie minnesota which has um, been deemed minnesota's coolest small town abby and i actually spent our like early years of life up in grand marie um we lived there for a few years 
coolest as in like it's cool or like it's cold because it's both both <laughs> probably <laughs> when you said close I was like wait really yeah yeah this brewery is so fun and my brother-in-law is gonna be like where the hell are my beers <laughs> <laughs> I know <laughs> they were his I think that they might have come from like a trip up north they're like, so good though I'm yeah they're so good um, I'm not positive that we can get it here in the Twin Cities, so sorry, Nick. Um, thank you. Take Always another trip. Sad. <laughs> yeah. Well, they did sit there for like a month, so mine now. Probably won't notice then, I guess. His <laughs> losses are gain. I know. Yeah. Cool. Thanks for having me, guys. Yes. Thank you for this coming. This was so thank fun. You. When can I come back? <laughs> soon. Yeah, soon. We're gonna have to no, plan This something. was super fun. Yeah. 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 Thank you for driving down here and yeah. oh, anytime. It's 85 degrees in Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. It's the warmest weather I've felt in a while. It's so. a great day. Yeah. Yeah. We have some good weather coming up. Mm-hmm. All right. So, well, that is a wrap for this episode of Literary Lounge. Thanks for chatting with us. Again, I'm your host, Paige. I'm Emily. And I'm Abby. <laughs> well, next week we are going to be reading. Is it Glint? Glint? Is what's our next book? It's Lucy's score. Oh yeah, I believe. What's the is name it, of it? Though? It's Things We Never Got Over by Lucy Score. Hmm. Okay, yeah. So next week we're reading Things We Never Got Over by Lucy Score. So join us every Wednesday for more book chats, and don't forget to share your thoughts on our social media. Um, go check us out on YouTube, and leave a comment down below if you want to continue this chat. Let us know any of your answers to the questions that we talked about earlier. We'd love to hear your thoughts. And any book recommendations you have, leave them down there, too. All right. Well, we'll see you next time. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.